Welcome to Let's Admit It, a college admissions podcast hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Here, we aim to answer the spoken and unspoken questions of high school students and parents who are looking to learn more about a Christian college experience. You can learn more about Boise Bible College at www.boisebible.edu. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello. My name is Michael Gritton, and uh, welcome back to the Let's Admit It podcast, hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Um, I, I realized this week that I have said that close to 30 times, that one introduction statement, and it still feels still feels weird saying it. So I want to thank you all for uh, once again joining us. Um, uh, as you know, this semester looks a little bit different than last semester did. Last semester answered a lot of questions, a lot of big questions that come up in the admissions process. Uh, this semester, spent a lot of time introducing um, you, the audience, to people here at the college that you'll be spending most of your time with. Those are the professors, those are the staff members. Today, I have another one of those. Um, if you guys are consistent listeners, a few weeks back, we got to hear from the uh, New Testament and Greek professor, Vance Russell. Well, today we are going to be introducing you to his wife and the, uh, one, of the, one of the heads of the library here, Julie Russell. Julie, hello. Hello, Mike. How are you? I'm good. I think, good this is, I think this is one of the, the first times you and I have had like a full-on sit-down conversation. I so. think so, too. Probably a good idea to record it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mentioned, so, fun little story. Um, Chuck Faber, our academic dean, um, and very straight and narrow man, um, I, when he was on, I mentioned to him, like, the same thing I just said to you, which was, I think this is the first sit-down conversation we've had. And his response to me, on recording, on air, was, I try to keep them rare. Oh, nice. <laughs> which was... Which was a very crispy statement to hear across the table. So, um, Julie, today we're gonna we're gonna talk about your 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 area of expertise being the library. Um, which I don't know if I've ever told you this. Whenever I do a campus tour, I always refer to this place as one of the jewels in the crown of the college. Um, I love this place. I worked here for two years. Um, I'm a big fan of the library. But before we get to that, um, I want this. Um, this semester, this pod, this part of the podcast has been all about introducing people to people. And so before we get to the, the business side of things, I want people to kind of get to know, uh, the, the, the Julie Russell, uh, behind the, the Miss Russell. So, um, first things first, um, the, the general, uh, interview question, tell me about yourself. Tell me about your schooling and the ministry experience, the, all of it. Go for it. Okay. In response to that very open-ended question, I'm going to go ahead and start in my undergraduate. Go for it. Um, actually, I'll start with where I grew up. I grew up in Bellevue, Nebraska, so I'm a Cornhusker. Mm. Um, and then I went to college at Ozark Christian College. I got my Bachelor's of Biblical Literature, and that's where I met my now husband. Uh, we both graduated the same time from Ozark, and we both went to get our Master's at Lincoln Christian Seminary up in Illinois. And I graduated with a Master of Arts in Bible Languages. And for the next year, while Vance was still um, working on his degree, uh, 
I, I had graduated and I was working in uh, I, Jeff Snell's office, actually, if you know hmm. Jeff Snell. I know the name. Yeah, he's been here for re- recruiting for another college, I think. And um, I worked as an ex- executive assistant for him for a year. And during that time, I was pregnant with our first child. Okay. Um, and we were working at a small church in Illinois, Hartsburg. And I, th- I think Vance has already told this story. I say we were working. He was working. <laughs> I, I attended. Was, was that the 42nd church out in the, out in the cornfield? Oh, no, that was number 10. Oh, number 10. No, no. no. Yep. no we, we got 10. engaged while he was preaching there. Oh, okay, yep. got it. Yep. Um, then our son was born, and we ended up uh, leaving that church and moving down to another church in Pittsburgh, Kansas. Okay. You were um, Pittsburgh, when, when Vance was telling me this story, I kept thinking he meant like Pittsburgh, uh, Philadelphia right. area. Nope. Okay. There's, there's no H on the end of this one. <laughs> nope. Different. No altogether. affiliation to the Steelers. Uh, no. Okay. No, it's interesting though. We did hear a lot of stories about international students. Very surprised really? to come off the plane. Um, not, and not have Ben Roethlisberger give them a big old yes, bear hug. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I imagine that would be an interesting experience to add to your repertoire. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Um, and by this point, Vance had graduated too, and I'm not sure if I mentioned that, but I'm sure he did. Um, So we worked at Countryside Christian Church. Again, I say we. (laughs) (laughs) And at that point, I was staying home with Cohen, um, our son, and then we left that church after, I want to say, seven years, and we moved up uh, to Boise Mm. for Vance to take the, the Greek teacher position here at Boise Bible College. And... During that time, our daughter was born, our daughter Annie. No, our, da- uh, our daughter was born in Pittsburgh. Okay. Sorry. You know, so, so many kids, two kids, <laughs> so many to remember. Um, but I was able to stay home with them mm. full time um, for the first nine years of Cohen's life up until Annie got started in full-time school. And at that point, I started needing to look for a job. Yeah. And it just so happened that the position uh, for the library clerk here at Boise Bible College was open, mm-hmm. and uh, Amber Grove approached me about it. Our head librarian approached me about it, and it was a perfect fit for me and a good fit for them. And um, now I am currently about a third of the way through my MLIS, which is a Master's of Library in Information Science. I had never heard the acronym for that before. Well, That's there you so go. Fun. Yeah, uh, we like acronyms. Apparently. Endless. Yeah, endless. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm working toward that now at the University of Southern Mississippi, and uh, that's where I am today. All right. Well, well, I say welcome. You guys have been here for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're glad you're on staff. Like I said, the library um, is, and I mean, the room that we're in right now, uh, which is the rare books room, uh, is is kind of, it has been the the Russell clan children's uh, playground for a little while. Um, In fact, we have a sign on the door that's, (laughs) I think, is that an introduction of, hey, this is who these people are. Please don't disturb them. Yeah, at the beginning of the year, uh, because of COVID and the way that their public schools have been working, they've been doing hybrid and online learning. And um, we've been able to bring them here on campus with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for those students who don't know us and don't know our kids, we just wanted to make sure that they knew who these little people were running around (laughs) campus. They were not uh, part of the the college curriculum, but they are still at school. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so you you talked about your uh, your meeting of of the the Vance 
Um, the Vance. <laughs> the Vance man. Uh, I know from from my conversations with, with Vance um, a couple of the stories of the <clears throat> the keystone moments in your guys' relationship. Um, but I'm curious to hear about one in particular um, from your perspective. Now, um, when I asked Kelsey out for the first time, I did so by, uh, we went to Noodle Company, and then I drove her around for 15 minutes, and I did, if you, there's a song, it's called The Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny, and there's a rap part of it. And I had spent months prior practicing that song so that I could do the entire thing just to impress her, just to like let her know who I was. And then afterwards I said, hey, I'd like to date you. And she said, cool. And then she got out of the car and left. Whoa. All right. And then we ended up getting married and everything was fine. So <laughs> I know um, just from my conversations with Vance what, what his approach was. What was that like for you? <laughs> tell the story. Tell how your response was to it. Well, there was much less rap involved, but there <laughs> was a car. Probably for the best. <laughs> there was a car involved as well. Um, I, I forget the circumstances surrounding this, but it was the end of the semester, and he invited me to go to Walmart with him. Mm-hmm. And if you know Bible college, you know that's kind of a thing. There's a code. You go to Walmart, and down in Joplin, you go to Books a Million. That was our second date. <laughs> um, our first date was actually to Steak and Shake, but um, the way steak he asked and shake me out. And, sorry, what was the bookstore? Uh, Books a Million. Books a Million and Steak and Shake. Take yes. notes, ladies and gentlemen. Take notes. Oh, and the Dollar Theater. All right. Oh, yeah. Good place. Anyway, yes. continue. Uh, so we were driving back from that, and I think we stopped by some sports store for him to look at, oh, I don't know, maybe inline skates for roller hockey. or I'm, I don't even remember what it was. I don't really care about sports. So that was his <laughs> thing. And I was just, uh, again, trying to mm-hmm. impress him again with, <laughs> it's not rap, it's sports. Yeah. Trying to impress him. Um, and and he, he didn't really make any kind of moves or anything. So we're just hanging out. I'm like, all right, maybe, maybe this really is just a friend thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was getting the, the message wrong. Um, we got so far as to pull up in the driveway outside of my dorm uh, room, and I had my handle on the door to get out of the car, and the doors lock. Click. My door locks, and I look over at him, <laughs> and then, you know, I, 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 again, I don't remember the words, but he asked me out then. And, oh, my goodness. And I have to say, it, it had potential to be a little scary. Mm-hmm. If I weren't interested, that would have been particularly scary. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I have to say... Uh, it was kind of nice to see that before I got, I took, I took my time reaching for that door handle. He had his moment and he, he finally took it. So. Did, what was the conversation like? Was it awkward? Was it forced beforehand? Did you have a clue of what was going on? Oh gosh, it was almost assuredly awkward, but um, I, I kind of had an idea. Yeah. I, I'd like to think I'm not completely blind to those things, but yeah. And, and my thought was honestly, took you long enough. Oh uh, yeah. How long were you guys in that pre-stage? I don't oh, even gosh. know what to call that. The I don't, DTR friends, stage? Is that what? The DTR stage? Oh, we, we defined the relationship like, oh, I don't know, three weeks after we, <laughs> we started dating? Which, I'm not sure. by the way, folks, is another wonderful story. I'm not going to make Julie tell the story right now, <laughs> but just to give you ammunition later, if you ever see Julie say, hey, what was your DTR like? It was in depth. I'll say that. Well, yes, I, w- I will say real quick, there was a five point printed outline involved. <laughs> Which is the most Vance Russell thing Very I've much. ever heard. You know what works for him, though. Yeah. <laughs> it works out. Now, 
Um, I'm going to date this, uh, this podcast a little bit. We are recording this in advance. Um, uh, you'd mentioned that you don't really care about sports too much, but, um, in what, three, four days, there's a sporting event that's going to be happening. Um, that is a big deal to some people and a bigger deal to Vance Russell, that being the Super Bowl. Yeah. What are you doing to prepare for that? Like emotionally? Cause I'm sure that for the last, however long, uh, you just got to accept that Vance is going to be a little uh, separated for a while. Yes, yes. And um, my, my children have also picked up on those cues. Last year, the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs won the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. I remember. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty tense in our living room for a while. Our <laughs> our daughter is interested in football and the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. And she yep. was trying to watch with dad and have a bonding moment. And if you know our daughter, she likes to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know Vance, he likes to pay attention to what's going on yep. in a football game. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of his reactions were maybe abrupt and loud. <laughs> and, and at one point, I think, involved um, kind of quickly removing her from his lap as he stood up to, to cheer somehow. So um, they heard that the Chiefs were going back to the Super Bowl this year. I think my kids are a little nervous mm-hmm. about it. So we'll be sure to have some good snacks to distract yeah. them over in the kitchen. And we're going to have some friends over and... We'll make a day of it where hopefully oh it's a little less uh, yeah. frightening for them. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Um, well, okay. So we've, that's, I think, um, enough background for someone to come up and say, hey, I already know mostly about you and you don't know anything about me. That's my main goal of this podcast. But um, now I want to talk about your um, specific area of focus, that being the library. I know that uh, just recently you guys had some pretty exciting news. I'll let you talk about that. Um, but uh, as as we enter this subject, I just want to ask another very broad general question. As one of the um, the primary spokespeople, the, the head people of this library, what does this part of the college mean to you? Uh, again, that's that's a pretty loaded question for me. Um, <laughs> there are many layers to what this library means to me. If we're going to talk about how I feel about it, uh, this feels like home to me. Mm. Uh, aside from my actual home, there aren't very many places in the world that I would rather be. I love coming to work every day. Uh, the people here, the students, uh, the staff, the faculty, it's such a pleasure to be a part of this institution. And I never realized how well m- my particular gift sets would fit into a library setting, but it just, it's just a perfect mm. fit here. And one of the great privileges that I have is um, working in the books themselves and circulating them and processing them, physically handling them. I get to see all of the names that are written in these books. We get a lot of donations uh, from alumni and from area ministers. Um, and and it's like all of BBC's history is here. And I love that I get to be a part of that and to see where we've come from and where we're going. I, I love getting to interact with the students who come in. And I kind of see, honestly, my part of my journey. I remember going through some of these learning processes mm. and struggling with research and and seeing students come up from first semester freshman up to graduating senior and seeing how they've developed. And uh, it's just a, a pleasure and an honor to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Which you guys, you guys have gotten to see uh, more than just one full cycle of, of students at this point. 
So mm-hmm. there's a there's a saying in football. I don't know if Vance has told it to you before, but the saying goes that uh, the uh, the the days are long, but the years are short. Um, That's in football. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's well, a it's a it's it's a coach's thing. Huh. Yeah, um, we use that all the time in regard to parenting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I, the. The thing I've noticed, um, just because I've been here since 2013, which, correct me if I'm wrong, is two years before you guys showed up. Yeah, I think we got here summer of 2015. Yeah, so you guys would have gotten in my my junior year. And so I remember um, you know, what the library was like before, which the library was still good. Um, but uh, some of the stuff that I've noticed that you've brought in, um, just to, I'm going to make you uncomfortable for a moment, I'm going to talk about how good you make this place. Um, but I've noticed that a lot of the time, like the 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 seasonal stuff um, during Thanksgiving, I remember there being was it cider, was it hot chocolate that you were making in that slow cooker? What was it? I think it was both. It was both. And and before you get to uh, giving me too much credit, yeah. <laughs> most of the hospitality things and the decorations and the homey touches in here are from Mrs. Grove. They're from Amber. Mm. Um, I. I don't think I'm I'm that unapproachable. I like to call her the nice one because she I mean she's she's so approachable. Yeah. We always have people in our office because she just invites people mm-hmm. to come in and she wants people to feel welcome and at home and and um the cider and the hot chocolate which unfortunately we didn't get to do this year because yeah. of COVID. Um we we call it Fall Fridays mm. in the library and we try to do that in October. Um during a particularly notoriously stressful time for students. Yeah in the middle of the semester where things are just getting rough and you can kind of see students dragging their way in here and we we see a lot more um, weeping and gnashing of teeth <laughs> than a maybe... A lot more sackcloth, ashes, yes, or yes. premium. Yeah, you can see it in their eyes when yeah. they come in. They just need to pick me up. Some, Especially some of these newer students and younger yeah. students, they need to know that somebody cares about them. And it's not that other people around here don't do that, but um, a library could very easily become a very sterile... Mm unwelcoming place yeah um and if i'm being honest that's one of the really good things that i've learned from amber is i tend to be more of uh toward the mindset of the traditional librarian Mm. i don't wear my hair in a bun but you know you can (laughs) you can imagine that stereotype if you want she's really she's really taught me a lot about loving people Mm. and and that's one of the again really special parts about boise bible college is Mm. that we have the opportunity to get no students and we usually know them all by by name and by face. Um, not as much this year, unfortunately, mm. because yeah. of a lot of the COVID. The, I, I get to see a lot of their foreheads mm. <laughs> and their eyes above their masks that they have to wear. And, yeah. and we haven't been doing a lot um, outside of regular school hours with them. But yeah, that really gives us an opportunity to let them know that we care. And it's more than just, we'll teach you how to look in a card catalog. But yeah. Um, oh, sorry, we don't have a card catalog. We have a library catalog. I always forget. We had card catalogs when I was growing up, and a lot of students don't even know what that is. <laughs> I know it, I know the term. Don't think I've ever used one. Yeah, you know, I, I maybe did in elementary school, but thank goodness we don't have to now because they're not fun. Thank goodness. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, two two follow-up questions, um, one of which is the, the big exciting news. Uh, I'm going to ask you one question that actually is not on the sheet. Do you have a favorite book in this library? Um, all 3,000 books that we have in this place. Uh, 35,000 books. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have a particular favorite copy or title even. There are a few books that we have when I come across them. Um, they, they 
give me pause and think of a special time in my life or a mm. meaningful um, bit of input it's had into my life. Um, I think one particular book called Tale of Three Kings, hmm. I believe, and I, oh gosh, I want to say Eugene Edwards. I'm not sure. Um, I'd have to look it up to be sure. Um, but that book was one that Vance and I read during a really difficult time in ministry. Mm. Uh, and I, I like to recommend it to students who are going through that. And I, you know, I kind of want to prepare students for the very high likelihood that if they're in ministry and if you're doing it right, it's going yeah. to get you in the heart sometimes and yeah. it's going to be personal. Uh, so that's a book I for sure recommend. And it's, it's nothing special to look at. It doesn't even really tell you what it's about by looking at the cover, but uh, that's that's a special book to me. I, as far as like individual books that only BBC has, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm the language nerd <laughs> in the library, so I like the the language yeah. sections and the language books. And sometimes I get excited when I see, oh, somebody's <laughs> using the Kittle. All right. <laughs> I uh, I think just to to speak to that. Uh, was it Tale of Three Kings? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I for for my four years here at college, I had a a running notepad on my phone, and I just kept track of all of the the quotes from professors mm. that oh. just kind of hit me between the eyes. Yeah, I think Vance owns like thirty five percent of that notepad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was I think it was I want to say Life of Christ. Something like that. Life of Christ Final Week. Which, by the way, he in- he introed that by saying, if this class didn't exist, this school wouldn't exist. Mm. Um, which is a fair enough thing. Yeah. Uh, but he at one point said, uh, when you're when you're serving in ministry, eventually you're going to get bucked out of that saddle. Uh, yeah. And his job with this school was teaching you to get back in the saddle mm. because it's worth it. Mm. Um I was just thinking about that when you were telling that story. Yep. Um, so, uh, speaking of saddles and other horse-related things, I know you've been chomping at the bit. Oh, boy. I worked it in there. Wow. Um, <laughs> you and Amber came into the admissions department and all over the place yesterday to talk about something really fun and exciting. So, take it away. Well, I don't know. I don't know how far back to go with the details, but uh, the short version is we got a grant mm-hmm. from the state of Idaho. And a large portion of that grant went to starting an ebook collection. An ebook collection at Boise Bible College. Finally, yes, um, we were able to purchase with that money 1,745 ebooks. Um, most uh, anything that w- that's in our current reference section, our physical collection that we were able to get on ebook, mm-hmm. we got that. In the I, reference section? I can't tell you. Yes, that's so good. Yeah. Now, not not every book is available sure. electronically. Um, so, you know, that was a little sad, just to, one of the realities <laughs> of the ebook world, yep. which I've had to become very quickly immersed in. This <laughs> This process started back in November, which, um, as far as a project like this goes, it's not a long time to get yeah. caught up on all the ins and I'm outs sure. of all these details. It's been a blast to be a part of it. And for a while, I did get a little anxious that maybe it just might not happen. Mm. So yesterday, we got an email saying that it was definitively mm. a go yeah and i, I kind of caught my <laughs> breath and, and i Which, said amber check your email check your email by the way put this into perspective how many did you say we got um, 1745 which increases our ebook library from seven seven <laughs> <laughs> which up until three weeks ago was zero yeah yeah so we are 
our ebook collection has exploded. Oh, it, it has been born. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the, thing, the term that keeps coming to my mind is this is, this is a game changer mm. on so many fronts in so oh, yeah. many ways for, for current students, future students, for our curriculum, the, the way we're able to offer classes. It's so exciting. Yeah. So exciting. Especially with it being reference section. Stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, oh yeah. The uh, as much as I used the stuff out in the general section, I was in the reference section every time I went to the library. Yeah. Well, I w- I wish I had gotten the number of commentary sets that mm. we were were able to add to our collection. Yeah. It's just phenomenal, phenomenal. And I can't imagine. You mentioned um, my little foray through the admin building yesterday. <laughs> um, Amber read the email, and you know there was dancing yeah. in the library yesterday. And yeah. we we took the show on the road and went <laughs> over and got hold of everybody we could find over there, just over the moon. And I know yeah. everybody was excited about it. And um, I, maybe not as as quite demonstrative as as I was. Um, and, and there were a number of people who had a big hand in doing that. Yeah. Uh, Mark Stevens had a lot to do with getting Mark Stevens, our grant. business manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. With getting that to go through and Chuck Faber was kind of pushing that and making sure that it happened and, and getting all the, the pieces to fit together. And Sarah Wright's been working mm-hmm. with, with us with the um, website and I don't know what I'm doing with websites yet. So <laughs> she's been very patient with me. <laughs> do you know when the, are they all up and available like to the student body now? They are up and available through um, the EBSCO sign in page. Mm on the Boise Bible College website. They are not yet in our library um, catalog. Okay. I, I, there's something to do with getting the MARC records, which is a library thing, mm-hmm. getting those imported. And um, the reason, actually, it's kind of funny, the reason we don't have those imported yet is because the files of the titles that they sent us and that mm-hmm. information, they were too big to oh, import really? at once because we had so many. Oh um, wow! Ebook. So um, what a gold-plated problem. That's right. I don't anticipate that being yeah. a problem very often in this particular position. That's but, awesome. Yep, that's what I'm working on this afternoon. That's so good. Yep. Well, thank you for taking a break from that to do this. Absolutely. That's so fun. Yeah. Man, there's there are some things that have happened in the last. I mean, I've, I've started working here in February. There are things that have happened between now and then. And we're like, man, I wish I was. Man, I wish I was a student when this happened. Yeah. Um. There's obviously a you know a worldwide pandemic sized problem that I'm glad I didn't have to deal with. But this is a, like I said, gold plated problem. It's That's a big one. So cool. For sure. Yeah. For sure. All right. So, uh, two last questions. Both of them are repetitious questions that I've gotten into the habit of asking one of them. I enjoy a lot. The other one I enjoy a lot for, a uh, you know, a more practical reason, but first we're going to talk about uh, the first one. Uh, this is the newest segment of the podcast, which we're lovingly calling, uh, professors admit it, um, which is where you get an opportunity to talk about an embarrassing moment, either here at Boise Bible college (laughs) in grad school, in college, whatever point in in your life, whether it's, you know, a, a prank you pulled on Vince or a prank you pulled on a fellow classmate or a prank you pulled on your kids. Is there one that jumps out to mind? Oh, embarrassing moments. There's so many to choose from. Um, I embarrass pretty easily, to be fair. Not as much as I, as easily as I used to. Um, and if I'm being honest, looking back on the college years, ah, you know, I'm su- always surprised when I meet or interact with someone during my time at Ozark and they know who I am. Mm. I tended to keep to myself. I didn't think I was all that shy because I had friends and really four friends. That's all anybody needs, yep. right? Um, so I agree it, with that. <laughs> well, I, I do have one. Um, I, I forget 
to consider that I'm out in public. I mean, simultaneously, <laughs> very self-conscious, and I just kind of assume that I'm invisible to people. Mm. So this story is, I think, from my sophomore year, maybe, maybe my junior, beginning of my junior year, but my roommate, Jennifer, and I had gotten um, student memberships to the YMCA. Okay. Because we just kind of needed something to get us out of the dorms, and it was good to run off steam sure. and, and to be able to like be on a treadmill or a bike while we're reading and chatting and just getting off campus. Yeah. Um, and we were enjoying that, and we had taken our lunch one day, we'd gone to the cafeteria, taken our lunch outside to sit on one of the picnic tables that Ozark has set up outside their cafeteria. Um, to give you a picture, if you've not been on campus at Ozark, um, their cafeteria has one wall that's basically a window, mm-hmm. a giant window. On the other side of that window is these picnic tables. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the scene is set. My friend Jennifer and I are sitting there talking about our time at the YMCA and how we're enjoying it. I, I, I don't know if I've mentioned, I may not have been a particularly interesting conversationalist because we're talking about the YMCA while we're sitting at a cafeteria. But, um, we were talking about some of the differences we were starting to see. Um, we, we enjoyed it. We were getting stronger. Mm-hmm. I was talking about, probably talking about my upper, uh, my, my upper body <laughs> arm strength. Mm-hmm. I notoriously don't have any. But I was proud of what I was gaining. So I was flexing uh-huh. my arm. I was talking to Jennifer. <laughs> she was the only one in, in my world at that point. I hear a tap on the window behind me. Uh-huh. And I turn around and there's Vance Russell. It was Vance too? Sitting at a table full of our friends, flexing their muscles at me. <laughs> uh, I am indeed not invisible. <laughs> at that moment, I wanted to be. But yeah, that's that's a. Was this pre or post DTR? Oh, pre. Oh man. And he he went for me anyway, man. What a guy. <laughs> he didn't long... mess with me though, because he saw my <laughs> biceps. How long did it take before that? Uh, <laughs> him jokingly flexing at you. How long did it take for that to shake off? Oh well, that begs the question. I don't know that it ever did. Oh, it still goes uh, on. You know, I don't know. I really don't remember. It was probably traumatizing enough. I blocked it out. Blocked it out fully. Yes. That's so funny. Did you? At that point, was it embarrassment because like, oh man, I, I, I'm interested in this guy? Or is it just embarrassment of like, oh man, oh no. Just anybody, yeah. anybody, a whole table of people, for goodness sake. I, I truly wanted to just sink just into disappear. the ground and disappear. Yes, please. Oh, gracious. And, and it, the campus isn't as small as, as Boise Bible College's campus, but you know, there's no getting away from it. These mm. are people you're going to see every day. And yep. I'm sure I thought about it more than they ever did, but I sure thought about it. Isn't that the worst part about embarrassment? Is just the the person who's gonna think about this the most. It's you. (laughs) There's no getting away from yourself. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, thank you for being willing to share that. Uh, Yeah. Um, Julie, I I have to apologize. Looking through, um, I've mentioned this on the podcast several times. I played by hand. Um, This is not necessarily an impromptu conversation. I send questions in advance, and I'm looking at this, and I realize I made a mistake. Because what I'll do is I have this uh, this uh, this fillable form. It's like a something I send to to all the people I have on. And I accidentally sent you this last question. Part of it is for a different podcast, and I'm so so sorry. So oh, right. I'm gonna edit it just a little bit, and hopefully it, it will still make sense. Okay. Um, this is the the last question. It's the most. It's the the mm, I don't want to say most repetitious, but it's the question I've asked to every single person that I've had on the on the podcast. Um, I ask it every week because I think hearing different perspectives is good, and also because I feel like it tells me a little bit about 
about the person I'm interviewing. So here goes. Um, if you had a high school student standing in front of you, um, you know, uh, high school junior, senior, uh, and they were trying to decide whether a Bible college education was a viable uh, next step in higher education as a career starter, whatever, what encouragement would you give them? What advice would you give them? Um, a Christian college in general or Boise, Boise Bible, Bible College in particular? Yeah. Well, and I ask that because there's, of course, benefits of, of both generally and specifically. And from the first time that we visited the campus at Boise Bible College, and even now we've been here for five and a half, six years, I, I say to people, Boise Bible College is just a special place mm-hmm. to be. Uh, the faculty and the staff, it, it felt like coming home mm-hmm. to me. And I think that translates into how uh, students learn. They don't just learn in a classroom. They learn uh, from the ways that professors and staff are involved with their lives, the way that they make themselves available to students. It's a smaller college, but I would say that Boise Bible uses that Mm. smallness in a really, really special way. And there's an intimacy and a friendship that's able to grow and um, discipleship and mentoring that can happen on a level that just doesn't get to happen everywhere Mm. else. You get to know everyone on campus. And, you know, whether you like that or not, you know, it's up up to you. Some people don't. But um, learning how to look at the world differently through the lens of the Bible, um, the process of changing. They use the term around here, submitting to the process. Mm. The, the professors and staff here don't want you to leave just with a degree, although they, they'll do it. They can do, to yeah, get you one. to get you, know? you that piece of paper. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but they want you to, to leave changed um, with an eye for people mm. through the lens of the Bible and this lifelong ongoing hunger and thirst for truth and, and learning how to evaluate the world and to love people. Hmm. Love it. I love, like I said, I love answering that. I love asking that question because I love hearing the answers to it. Well, Julie, thank you for being a part of this. Thank you again. Um, we have, we've completed the, the dual fecta of Russell people. <laughs> um, I tried to think of a way to make trifecta into anyway. Um, well, viewers, uh, I hope you've enjoyed hearing from one of our one of our librarians. Julie is in here just about every day of the week, um, and so uh, make sure you go in and you ask her questions about the the DTR and the proposal, um, <laughs> or anything having to do with actual library or, things. Absolutely, but also the other thing. <laughs> Um, listener, thank you for, for joining us. Uh, I invite you to come back again next week. Um, I'll have another professor uh, or staff member to introduce you to. God bless, and I hope you have a good week. Bye. <laughs>